Yo, welcome back for part two of our Life After Death episode. Please check it out and enjoy one. So, okay, we're moving in the same vein, all right? And, and this is this is going to be another heavy one, fellas. Um, but It may not know, be. It depends on who you pick, though. Depends on who you pick. You know, it's okay if y'all want to, uh, if y'all need a minute, just let me know. Uh, but I wanted to know, like, you know, it, it seems that as, as we've been discussing, uh, most of us have, lost someone um who has passed away who was very important to us so i want to know if you could speak to someone beyond the grave who would it be and what would you say uh and so i am going to go any show of hands any show of hands let's go with all right let's go with uh king keys I'm not even going to go serious. I'm going to bring some uh, comedy to it. Uh, uh, make it a little light. I don't know, man. Pac, Bob Marley, one of them. I'll talk to them. What Smoke a J with uh, Bob Marley and just get his uh, take on where we are in the world. You know, Bob Marley's always deep. So just get a nice Jamaican fat ass uh, spliff is what they call it. Smoke out and just listen to this nigga talk. So you just going to go ahead and go and have it with him, huh? You going to go smoke with Bob Marley? Hey man, cloud. You think, you think you can? Yeah. You think I you can smoke Bob Marley? I would try. I don't, I don't think I, I would try. I, I would try. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. That's cool. You speak to somebody famous. So, what would you? What would you? What would you say first to him? Oh man, I would really just get his take. Like, man, you see what's going on. What? Like, what's your take on where the world is headed? You know how are uh, blacks? You know what? What do you see? You know what I'm saying? Like, you listen to his live, his music and his interviews and, you know, it was real deep in how he looked at the world and, you know, what we needed as a people. Um, like, definitely he was alive. You know what I'm saying? I think he would be saying something, you know. But, uh, yeah. Just get his whole take on everything that's going on. Okay. Uh, moving over to Young Maverick. What's your thoughts, sir? Like, so who would you speak to? What would you say first? Um yeah, just tell me what you what what would you say? If I could speak to somebody from the grave, <clears throat> I'd talk to Adam. And I would say, how good was it really for her to convince you to eat the fruit too? <laughs> like, was it really that good that you couldn't resist it? Like you had one job, don't eat the fruit. She held out on you and you ate it. Like, I wanna know. I wanna know. That's a Interesting, yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, like I mean, on 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 God, Paul. I don't know what to say about that. My you bad. don't know what to say on God part, but like I mean, for real, bro. Like it just it was it was fire. Obviously, been in Chicago sunshine. too long. It had to be like Jada Pinkett wrapped in a Jill Scott wrapped in the Erica Badu for you something, to eat the fruit. Something to eat the fruit because he ate it, and then it's been eternal damnation. We've been screwed ever since. So. No, I mean that that's real real talk. Eat but the I mean cake, anime, eat the cake. We <laughs> don't know much. we don't know what E was working with. Well, she was she the only one at the time, so I mean she literally made the mold. It was made, the rest of them was made from her. So if the mold I mean, you know how well, the mold deteriorates to... after time after you make so many <laughs> copies. <laughs> <laughs> Which means it had to be fire. That's why we <laughs> I mean it ain't never as good as the first one. <laughs> <laughs> you always gotta knock off that little extra piece and you gotta sand it down and rub it up. And wait, do you wait, take that do you take that mentality when you date? Wait, like, wait, wait. Mama nope. probably better than you. Mm, mm, nope. Our father who out in heaven. I'll be that name. Look at Chris' face, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that kingdom come. Oh, <laughs> uh, y'all going uh, I got I gotta pray for everybody on here right now because Lord, the mama might be fired. That's how she got here. That nigga had to make a mistake too. We we uh, all got we all here participating in this. Listen, fire, we, we are all here because of a uh, 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 fire, right? Pretty much, we all here because of fire. You wasn't the first try. Oh, I don't want to think about that. Try. All right, next next person. <laughs> all right, Smitty, what are your thoughts? If you can speak to somebody beyond the grave, who who would it be, and what would you say? Mm. Mm. Oh no! Probably the first African they got caught. (laughs) 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 
That wasn't ham. That was a grape. Goddamn. <laughs> I would ask him. I say, why? Why didn't you escape? Like you let you you work too goddamn good. You should have broke down or something. They would have never came back for us. You made us look too good. Well, it wasn't just one. It was like a whole village. Of, uh, what? Yeah. It, was, it was always a first. Yeah, but he wasn't just they the first what's one. Going on. It was the first team. The first one. Yeah. Was the you, first seen, team. you seen them? You seen them sales? Why you ain't run away, man? Because they was cool. Like the couple months before, we was chilling, smoking a blunt. You know, I gave them some sugar cane. I, you know, I'm trying actually, to figure out how to talk to the, 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 the uh, another another group warriors. of people I want to talk to is the the Indians that sold the uh, sold the uh, white people the Louisiana purchase for some peanuts for some beans and and some cornbread. <laughs> Like what? What these magic beans? Look what you now. What? Nah, what did you think about when you was on these? When you got these beans, you didn't you know, even know nothing, nigga. How many? How often do you read your user agreement? That's all that shit was. It was a user agreement. <laughs> the niggas didn't read. That's ah like, oh, man. Yeah, go ahead. Oh man, shit. Fuck up. Wait, wait. This nigga. This nigga took a whole fucking. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That was Chief Running Horse in them land. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What you doing, bro? Hold on, we ain't even signed up for that. All you gave us was some pentos and a goddamn, you know, piece of maize. Didn't, no, 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 no. You know, so, but then the honestly, like to be be honestable, um, I would probably want to talk to uh, Martin Luther King or Malcolm X, and I would ask them just fi- flat out, why didn't they go further and fight harder? Right? You know, they they were they were there, but they they caved in a lot. Right? They didn't give, they didn't push, they didn't push the envelope to to where they should have pushed it right you know uh so i would just ask that question like you know why didn't you go why didn't you go harder why didn't you fight harder for more equalities when you were when you were here uh, versus you know like it i know you i know you was cut down real early but you know everybody's time is limited on earth why didn't you push harder and faster for more uh, equality and things like that because we kind of we kind of was doing really well in the 60s and and, and 70s with the civil rights acts and these voting rights acts and things like that we were doing really well brown versus board of education all those things were really really rocking and it was it was like it was a time like that was the moment right where things should have just kept pushing like okay well what do we want next like we we should we should it was like it was like christmas and we were we were winning and then all of a sudden it was just like it we we settled and we was like okay well yeah it's 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 the best we gonna get uh K and then bro um I would definitely it would be two people uh the first person would be my mom um I would really want to pick her brain just see how she lived when she was younger just because those are questions I never really asked. Um, now I ask my dad all the time about the family, but that's just the side of the family. I just don't really know my mom's side. And so I would definitely want to pick her brain and just see who's, who came from where and how the personalities formed and who is what. Um, and then the second person would be Tupac. Uh, me and Tupac share the same birthday. So I definitely want to kind of pick his brain just to see. I want to see that both sides, that Gemini. Um, I want to hear the the revolutionary, but then also I want to hear the, I want to be fashionable. I want to be popular. I want to kind of do these things. Um, but I would also want to hear what he has to say about what's going on now. How, what, what would he think? What would he react? How would he do? How would he do with George Floyd? What would he say? What would he be doing? So, just want to pick his brain. That's what's up. You got a lot of Pac fans on here today. I mean, I'm not sure what's that about, but you know, I said it's on my birthday, so I mean, <clears throat> Pac fans and shit. No, nah, I'm just. I, I mean, that's that's real talk, though. That, well, that's I real. say Pac because I feel like not just his music. I think he would have something to say in this time because we don't really have a voice like for real for real you know what i'm saying so i feel like with how he was then i couldn't see him being silent on this but you know right. i don't know the nigga uh personally so but it just seems like that okay uh and bro what's your thoughts 
I don't think I got nobody that I really want to talk to. I guess maybe somebody that, man, I really don't have nobody. Okay. Um, so let me ask y'all this going into more in, into this topic. Um, do you all believe in mediums or psychics? Like, do y'all believe that they're real? Do you believe that, you know, those people can help you or you believe when people go to mediums and they, they speak to someone beyond the grave and they tell you things, or do you think they do a quick Google search to get you something close to what they can, you know, just, just come close to what they can tell you to make you feel better or make you feel good or make you feel like that's something you want to hear. So like, do y'all believe in mediums? Do you think psychics are real? Do you think they, you know, are something that you can do to help you with coping with griefs or the passing of a loved one. So uh, I'm going to go in the reverse order. So bro, K and then math. Um, I believe that all that stuff is something that can be done. Me personally, I don't believe in going to it because I believe in letting the dead rest. So, I mean, I do believe that there is people that can talk to people on the other side, just like I believe they're ghosts. But I just don't want to bother them because they're resting. So in my mind, I don't wouldn't. Whenever I go to heaven, I wouldn't want anybody to disturb my chilling in heaven to come because you feel like you need to talk to me or whatever is like that time is gone. You know, I just try to separate myself from death as much as possible. Nigga, fuck that. I'm your little brother. Nigga, I'm always going to bug your ass. I'm going to pop up every, every, every two weeks. Hey, nigga, we doing a show. Come on. Get, hey, uh, get, get not, the medium in. Nah, you know I got you, baby. Hopefully it won't be no time soon. For sure. All right, Kay. Um, I definitely believe that there are people in this world that have those gifts. Um, uh, my mom always taught me that God has given you gifts and certain people have certain gifts of certain things. And each person has a gift of something that they that they are really good at. And I think that something like that, talking to people on the other side is one of those things. But I don't I don't believe that there's so many out there that is just innumerable fashions and you can just go to a corner store and get somebody to read your poems and all that stuff. Nah, I think it's very few far in between the people that can really, really do those gifts. They don't really boast about it. They don't talk about it. If someone comes to them and they really have that gift, then they can help them out. And then it's nothing else more about it. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Have you ever been to one, a medium or a psychic? No, I have not. Okay. Uh, no. Uh, Matt, what about you? <clears throat> I believe there's people, uh, or I'll say I believe in in mediums and psychics, not in the sense of what you used to see on TV with Miss Cleo and all of that, but um, I do believe that that capability exists. I've even researched some of the books. Um that can kind of guide you down that path just in my, my religious studies and spiritual studies or whatever. Um, but, uh, I haven't been the one because my belief based on what I've seen thus far. And I say that cause you're in a constant state of learning based on what I've seen thus far, that stuff deals with a lot of energy that I'm not sure you should be playing with. Like, uh, there's a book out there called the lesser key of Solomon. And they claim that it's a lot of the spells that Solomon used when he summoned the demons to build the temple or whatever. And it's got like all the drawings and, and what we would call incantations or whatever to, to how to conjure up a lot of these spirits and, and beings or whatever, and, and kind of bend them to your will or whatnot. But I don't think that's something to be played with. So. No, I mean, that's a good point. Um, Smitty and then Keys. Smitty, you're up. I have to find a mute button. <laughs> I got three screens, so I have to come across all the screens to humble brag, but okay. Uh so so you know, you know, I had this conversation before with someone and and, and they kind of gave me the side eye. And 
I uh, and I said that you would have to be you would have to be ignorant to not to think God would put some people down here with gifts to be able to to provide kind of guidance to his people. Right. Like, uh, you know, there, you know, he's like, well, there's no, you know, the only person knows future is God. I said, well, God gave talent to people and that could be a talent that God gave to them um, to help spread his message. Right. You know, and everybody always goes to that, that one top. Well, if they knew the future, they would be rich. They would get, they would win the lottery. It's not like that. It's not, it's not built around those kind of, of gifts. Right. Um, it, it's just like this. It's just like when somebody walks by and say, Hey, baby, you need to really be out. You really need to get out of the streets. Right. You know, that's a message that somebody got from God. You know what I'm saying? It's just God puts, you know, give people more messages than others. Um, and so they disagreed with me. They was like, no, there's no way, blah, 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 blah. You know, I was like, I think that you would have to be an ignorant fool not to think that God will put people on earth for that. I have been I got a question, excited. though. Go ahead. Before you go to that. So <clears throat> what if that message is y'all should get, I think you should get out the streets, but the streets is what made this person successful. Uh. I know I would no, I wasn't using that as a cycle. No, 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 I know it right, right. Just saying like if they're like if somebody gives a message, because you know it's a lot of people that give messages and whatnot, mm-hmm. be like, this is what I see for you. Mm-hmm. And the total opposite could happen. True, true. I'm I mean, I'm not it, I don't mind saying that that if a person says that, like it was people you gotta you gotta make sure it's from the right person, right? Like mm-hmm. it just can't be, you know, like if if you hearing this message constantly from 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 people and sometimes it comes from the strangers that really is the message right where your mom may tell you to be out of the streets your your dad may tell you about the streets your aunt yeah you're like you know but that's what made me successful that's what i'm doing but then you hear that like you you at the grocery store sitting in your car and some lady comes up to you says man I don't know what you've been through, but some just made this came to me and told me to tell you to get out of the streets. That's the ones you need to pay attention to. Like, it's not about, you know, people around you. Yeah. They, they have messages and things like that, but there may be, their messages may be skewed or biased. But when you have a, when you have a true message from God, it may not come from somebody, you know, and, uh, and it could be that that success is what's going to cause you harm as well. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you may have been in the streets and that taught you to be a hustler and in that hustling. Jay? Who? Jay-Z. Oh, well, that, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it can, can prepare you for it or that could just be telling you. I mean, it could just be a message of success, period, that you're working so hard and you're not, you know, you're trying to juggle so many things that in the end is slowly bringing you down and you're not trying to you're not finding your truly happiness. See how I take it. What uh, Smitty was saying was that, um, <clears throat> like, say I, let's say I'm in the streets. You know, I've been doing it a few years, and it's time for me to get out at this point. Someone comes and says, "Hey, man, I don't know you, you know, but you know, whatever you're doing, you need to stop that." I take that as a sign. I'll be like, "Got it." You know what I'm saying? Um, with my cousin. Uh, Micah, me and him was doing some shit and um, I started just looking at shit and seeing how shit was going. I was like, nah, it's time to pull out. I'm like, I'm stopping. If you want to keep going, it's, it's on you. And he kept going. He got caught. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, things like that I do take seriously, you know. Um, you can stop doing something even if... That common sense though or is that a psychic ability? I feel like if something's about to go awry, like if uh, if it's the police or whatever around the corner, like, you know, yeah, it's, it's just I'm not going to say it's a psychic ability, but it's just I mean, I wouldn't know what to call it, you know, but sometimes folks just feel shit, you know, and they call that discernment. Mm. Well, I mean, it could be, you know, half a, you know, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. Right. Like. While it could be a psychic yeah. ability, it could just be constant sense. But that could have been that message that what I kind of look, sense? common sense. 
Connorsense. Hey, what you said? Connorsense. Connorsense. What I said? I edited this <laughs> shit, so it's going to hey, sound like I said You fucked up a few words on this podcast. Oh, nigga, I'm I telling you right up, now. I, up, I said smaller to uh, something last time or smell you, <laughs> smell you. I can put them in the back. So I say shit all the time. That's why, you know, I be trying to edit that <laughs> <laughs> shit. My tongue, you know, I be talking too fast. So, um, but okay, so. Right. Uh, but Smitty, Smitty was getting to his, his yeah, psychic yeah, story, yeah. though. My bad for derailing it a bit. But what was your psychic story? No, it was fun. That was good conversation. Uh, so I did. I have said I have met with a psychic, and uh, and so she. I remember. I remember three things she told me. Now, I've never. I, this was in New York. Like, didn't know the woman. Just one of my friends. Was like, hey, let's go have a psychic reading. I was like, I don't I, like a time. I, like, I don't fuck with psychics. <laughs> right? And I was like, so he went in, got his reading. Came out. I was like, I said, like, how was it? She told me some things. And I was like, well, shoot, I, you only live once, so let me go see the psychic, right? So she told me three things. Um, and she um she predicted, she predicted uh at least two other things came true, I know for a fact. Um, one was very true though, like so the one so she said, she said, Hey, you're gonna have some type of car trouble, kind of generic, right? Like, and I had to I had to pay five hundred some dollars for my brakes. I remember my it was my expedition and the brakes I just paid like five I know I paid a thousand dollars because my rotors got locked onto the uh um what's that thing that the nigga this ain't the goddamn Mako podcast. <laughs> <laughs> shit, nobody care about your your fucking uh, uh control alarm and shit. <laughs> second second she said was somebody close to me was going to be in trouble and and my nephew um most people on the podcast is in trouble mm-hmm. and then the third thing she said was she seen me doing something with my hands she said in pause. front of some podium or speaking pause, pause. And, what you <laughs> <laughs> <He ain't catch laughs> going man he ain't catch it um and so at the time like mentally i wanted to be a politician like i really wanted to like be in front of a podium and speak in front of people so she kind of um she kind of saw that so it was very interesting okay that's good thank you for that story uh keys uh what about you do you believe in psychics or mediums have you ever been to one what's your thoughts i've never been to one um, I do believe they exist, but would you go to one? No, I mean, you know, just like most black folks, I can't go around fucking with God. I can't do it. <laughs> That's not my place. Like, you know, I I believe it's real, but I just feel like um, spiritually, if you unlock certain things, you just never know what could happen. You know, and I'm just staying away. You know, I would love to do it, but. I'm just not. Why not? Like, like, what if, if I pay any, for it? Would you go right right now? I'm like, no, no, because <laughs> if anything is unlocked, like anything, I just, you know, you just don't play with God, man. That's, I'm not, I'm not doing it. So, now I tell you my similar story is I I went to a medium, um, like about a year after my mom passed, I, I went to a medium because I wanted to, you know, um reach out to the other side and, and just, and just hear some guidance and things like that. Cause I, I was just in that, in that space, I was in my grieving process and I, I just wanted to hear some, some words and wisdom. And so who went? So I had a, a couple of people I know and I looked this lady up and I'm like, damn, she really good. So I was like, okay, cool. I wasn't going to do it, but you know, cause I had a couple of friends and they was like, man, they told me some, you know, just wow. Like she couldn't even do it, know that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Facebook is this. You got all these social medias. I mean, a quick Google search. I might could find that information about you. Plus, I've seen the stir of echoes. And after seeing that movie, I don't want you to unlock shit in me that I can't put back and I can't unsee. And, you know, people whispering and writing messages on the mirror that fuck with me up. So I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. But I went um, and talked to her 45, 45 minutes. And man, was she accurate. I was like, whoa, <laughs> like it was things she had said to me that I just was like, that's not even I, I'm not even sure how, you know, I booked this just off the whim. You you mean, if you research me for $50, cool, you earned your 50 because 
she said so many like just things that no one could have known about me, my family, you know. Um, <laughs> so she was, you know, she she was special. And like the lady, uh, the, the, the medium was, you know, she just was so accurate. And she told me, uh, she was like, hey, you're going to have two children. And I turned around and have, you know, two children. Like she's like, yeah, at once you're going to have two children. And I was like, no, I'm not. Turned around, I had twins. So she could have kept that. No, no, I love my girls. <laughs> I ain't gonna say that. But it was, it was just, it was, it was cool. And it was, you know, obviously she was telling me things, you know, about my mom. And she came through and she was like, yeah, your dad yelling at you. And I'm like, why is this nigga yelling at me? You died like 20 years ago. Go somewhere. Shit, I don't, I ain't, I ain't even come here for you right now. So, um, you know, I love you, but why are you yelling at How are you going to yell at somebody from beyond the grave? Like, that's fucking wild. Um, but she just was telling me all kind of shit and it just, it, it just, you know, it did help me during my grieving process. So it must've been something, you know, that I needed at that time. But, you know, I, I did, I, um, you know, I believe in, I definitely obviously believe in those things and psychics and mediums and, you know, just even watching those shows when they come on, um, just seeing those people and, and, and how, you know, you, the dis from people go from disbelief to belief just from the, the, the moments that those interactions and things like that happen. So, um, yeah, but that's just my story. And I, you know, I just wanted to definitely, you know, talk to that and say my piece with y'all. So, um, thank you fellas for that. And then we're going to move on to the final topic because I'm tired of talking to y'all and it felt like it's been forever. So thank you, magic. I do not talk like <laughs> Michael magic Johnson. <laughs> You must have messed up on that already. I did. Let's I talk about Mo Ray basketball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that threw me off. I saw that oh coming across the screen. I'm like, oh again. shit. I, I, I don't even know what to say. This nigga said no. But I was like, he just gonna go right past it like it was a, a <laughs> like it was a word. The bad thing is like, we all Spartans too, so we man. Hey, it is a word. You knew what I said. Nigga, no. You know, <laughs> I was like, should I let it go? I was like, no. Let me go ahead and type this shit out real quick. <laughs> oh, I'm not letting you give get by, <laughs> asshole. All right, well, that was a uh, thank you for King Keys. You know, you can check him on his social medias. Uh, you know. All right, so <laughs> next, last topic. Oh man, that was funny though. I can't even lie to that. That was that was hilarious. Okay, so. um the last topic in getting to, you know, just kind of rounding out this whole thing. A lot of us have already discussed that we've had health issues in the past or currently going through health issues. And so I want to discuss, especially as a black community, black men in particularly, why does it take black people so long to seek medical help for pains and ailments or, or things that we know is going wrong? Like, what is it? Is it because of the what's happened in the past with the Tuskegee experiments or do we just, feel like we know best and, 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 you know, we know our bodies and no doctor can tell us, you know, uh, what's going on. So I'm going to start off with, is it really just your sinuses, huh? It's just your sinuses. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> you know, like, like you used to tell your dog to go outside and eat some grass and get over your pain. Like, can I eat some grass? Can I use some Vicks or some Verners to, you know, cure everything. Verners cure everything. Hey, side note real quick before we go into that. Verners was actually a medicine created by a pharmacist who went off to the civil war and came back and looked in his pot and was like, oh, shit, I got something new. This ain't what I was trying to cure at first. And now, you know, now that shit just selling everywhere. So it actually was a medicine to start off with. All right. So uh, who, is not, who hasn't gone first? Bro, you ain't gone first. Mm. You ain't haven't gone first. Do, why right. do you feel like it takes black people so long to seek medical help? Because most of us don't want to hear nothing bad. Most of us don't want to pay them damn co-pays. And niggas is hard-headed, man. <laughs> this nigga got the trifecta. Good Lord, nigga. That's like double jeopardy. You Because I'm all, I'm all three of them motherfuckers, man. This nigga I agree. And these was bad two years ago. Nigga, I ain't listening. I actually stopped fucking with the nigga, cuz. So I'm just saying. It's just we hard-headed. That was stupid. <laughs> I want a second opinion. A good one. <laughs> like... I used to go to the doctor. I used to go to the doctor religiously every year, right? Since I gained, since I gained a lot of weight, I don't want to go because I want her to tell me like, "Hey, you need to lose yeah, weight." You know I know I need to lose weight. Tell me something else, right? Yeah, but it ain't nothing like a fat doctor calling you fat. You be like, "Bitch, look at you." <laughs> <I'm mad> at <laughs> <that>. <laughs> 
<laughs> you a hamburger away from me. My size. I'm like, nigga, you the same size as me. Cause how you gonna give me advice? I love my doctor though. She, you know, she says, you know, you take watch your intake, you know. Oh, she like fool you, I burn the darn muffins. Oh, you got a nice doctor. That's all right. I had a doctor come out and be like, yeah, so uh what you gonna do about all that? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you up is what I'm gonna do about it, and then I'm gonna eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> fuck you. Wait, you so you ever left the doctor's office and just ate the worst shit you could eat because you was you, you would have Yeah, because I was in my feelings for whole shit. Hey, the whole fucking uh, Louisiana crunch cake. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, what so, I'll say about uh I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna go on you anyway, so go ahead. Oh, okay. So I mean I think with uh, men, I mean, we don't really want to just go in that motherfucker, man. Like, you got to go get the appointment. You got to go in. Like, that's that's me personally at a certain point. Then, you know, uh, my wife passed. I didn't trust doctors. So I went, like, four years without seeing a doctor. Had a hernia. And, you know, it started giving me some issues. And, you know, I found a a, a doctor. She's a good doctor, black lady, like in her 50s. You know, she's real cool. So I trust her. So I'm starting to go more and I'm getting blood work done. My father had diabetes. Everybody over my father said uh, that had diabetes, uh, strokes and all that. So I know I'm getting older. So I'm just doing what I got to do. You know, like tell me if my diet fuck, fucked up this. Tell me and I get it right. You know, I'm just trying to. Get that cheat code for life and my dick. Ew. Yeah. Well, I already got that one, but. That's a pause in the room. Again, ew. I mean, I just, I'm not sure why you keep talking about your penis, sir. I'm I'm, I'm quite (laughs) confused. I'm baffled, even. (laughs) Um, Uh, uh, Let's go with Mav and then Kay. Um, I don't really fear doctors. Um, Probably I'm not surprised. So I think I ain't scared of shit. Probably because I no. Probably because I've been so much from you know hurting myself playing football and all that. Flies. And I'm scared of squirrel. Um, and uh, having you know I'm saying the shoulder surgeries or whatever. But I think the reason that a lot of black people are scared of doctors, a lot of it has to do with uh, two major things: the history of doctors and right. um, and the government fucking us over. Right. Um, not just the Tuskegee shit, but even when they were. Uh, sterilizing women in uh, in California involuntarily. So yeah. you don't you don't know what's going on. You know what the doctor is telling you, but you don't really know what they're doing to you when you go under for certain procedures or you go for checkups and all of that. And then the second thing is a lot of people fear knowing and and fully realizing that they're human. You feel like you're superhuman in your teens and in your twenties, your thirties, and then as you get older. And your body start breaking down. You don't want to hear, "Hey, you got a lump over here. We got to mm-hmm. look at it." Or, "Hey, you got this going on." Or, "Hey, like no one, no one really wants to hear that." So you feel like, "Well, if I don't go, then they can't tell me, and if I just pass away, then it's like whatever." Because I live happier not knowing than I will be depressed knowing that I got something wrong with me. Ignorance and they, is bliss. They're not, yeah, the ignorance is bliss thing, and they're not realizing, "Hey, if you consistently go to the doctor early enough, they can pick up on some of that stuff and." You can live a longer, happier life. So that's what I think it is. Okay. Uh, Kay? Um, I would definitely say that, um, well, one of my my main things, and we talked about this, Courtney, that um, I ignored the signs, and that's what happened a year ago. And I um, ignored the signs, and that did not end well with me. And I always saw my father as, as Superman. And he never, never showed any pain. He was never really sick. And a lot of it is I try to show these boys that there is the father is always going to be there and he don't see no pain. He don't feel no pain. Kind of like what my dad did. And so I ignored the signs because I just thought I, I could just walk it off or I needed to take care of my family and, that's more important than my health. And I, it was a stupid decision. I will say this as black men, we need to make sure that if we're not feeling well and it's not something right and it's, it's deep in your soul and you really feel like you're really not feeling good and you have previous uh, conditions, 
definitely need to check that out. Right. I mean, definitely. seriously, I mean, like I told Courtney, I, I almost was not living a year ago because I ignored the signs and I went off and I thought I could just go ahead and provide my family and just work it off. And until it got better and then maybe I'll just come back and then I'll go ahead and get it checked out. I was an idiot because I almost lost my life and my family didn't, wouldn't have had anybody. And so we, we need to make sure that we're, we're taking care of ourselves. But then we also got to understand that yes, we can be Superman and we can show our family and our kids that we are undestructible and unbreakable, but we also got to make sure we take care of ourselves and, we know that as an adults, we are not unbreakable. We are not, you know, anything could happen. So we need to make sure we check our health. But I think that's what a lot of a lot, what a lot is institutionalized in our in our society, and also institutionalized in our brains that we have to be the strong one. We have to be the males. We have to fend off so many different things and. It's so much that's thrown at us that our health isn't even is, is second second to any other thing. Just surviving out in the streets is the big thing. Forget our health. You know, right. we can walk that junk off, you know. So, you know, I, I've had a broken arm before. There ain't nothing. You know, it healed. It was okay. But you can't say that when you say, oh, I had a broken heart three months ago. And, oh, yeah, now I'm 50 or I'm 40 or 30 and. I can't I can't do that anymore. So no. That's my thoughts. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Mr. K, for making me regret eating those cookies. <laughs> you should. You should feel really You didn't you, you didn't regret that shit in the moment. You was eating them bitches right. like nah, you ain't never dude, had look, look, yo, You was eating that shit like you was eating pussy. Look, I still got three more and I'm like, I don't even want these joints now. Well, mail them to me because I want You might as well go ahead, bro. You might as well go ahead for my fat ass can smell them through the screen. That's, hey. Yeah, that's carnival. He's gonna eat ass after this. What? So he's gonna eat them after this. He is. He's gonna cut that shit he off. He's gonna be like, I'm gonna just warm these up because they, they got room temperature. I like you my judgmental warm. fucks. Old man alert. Old hey, man alert. Hey, he is Eddie. Hey, are you gonna eat him? You are. Watch. He's he gonna, gonna be like, he's gonna, he gonna feel guilty as hell. He's gonna try to camera like, eat him real quick. Seconds, hey, he's gonna leave the room and come back like, oh, cookies. And he just. <laughs> On some he Homer gonna, Simpson. Yeah, we go. Oh shit! I didn't even realize that. <laughs> score. Um. So, I agree with all of you guys in regards to you know uh, when it comes to our health, right? Like, I think we've grown up to say that we're supposed to be Teflon and bulletproof, and you know, oh, we just walk it off when we injure ourselves, which is some of the dumbest shit I ever heard. Because I can't tell you for how many years. I just walk shit off with insurance that I paid every month. Like you're paying into insurance, but never use it. And some of the dumbest shit I ever, it's like, you know, like why, you know, you're just giving people free money. You can go get those free checkups and your eyes checked and, you know, it makes sure people listen to your heart, your blood drawn. Like it's important. Like you don't really, you can't know internally what's going on with you. Right. Like you need to go to the doctor. But I also think the reason, especially in the, uh, our black culture is that we don't go to doctors is because like Phil said earlier, it's just the treatment of doctors towards African-Americans has been uh, horrible in, in some cases when it comes to our history, whether it was the Tuskegee experiments, whether it was the, you know, the sterilization. Um, I mean, you know, the Henrietta Leak story or, you you know, you just, you just constantly hear about how black people are mistreated when it comes to medical care in this country. I mean, right now, you know that African-American women during childbirth die proportionately higher than any other race of people. And it's just like, well, why, why, what is different that you're doing between this person and that person? Or are you just not listening to the signs? I mean, I, I've seen videos where, you know, people would be like, Oh, I'm having a heart attack. They're telling their darker. They're like, I don't feel good. My arm is hurting. I'm having all the signs of the heart attack. And the doctor be like, no, that's just gas. Go drink some, you know, drink a, some soda or take this antacid. And these people will end up either dying or going, getting rushed to an emergency, having, you know, coronary, you know, heart disease or heart failure because they, their signs were miss, missed or you, they're just ignored because, you know, we weren't taken seriously. So I think that plays a lot into it. 
when it comes to mm-hmm. uh, going to doctors and, and getting opinions from the doctors about what's going on in our bodies. Um, I also agree that I think we're afraid too, or you just don't want to hear it. Like, I mean, I know that I, if I sat all week and ate a bag of donuts every day for a week straight, that I don't want to go to my doctor and she'd be like, yeah, you know, you borderline diabetic, right? And them hostess was two for five. So, <laughs> I mean, what, you, what are you telling me right now? You you, t- you telling me you don't like a double cheeseburger? Yep. I thought so. You or like Toll that House too. cookies. Or Toll House cookies. <laughs> With milk. I bet that shit wasn't even. Uh, Y'all can't see what I'm doing in the video right now. It wasn't fat free milk. So. Full fat. Yeah, you know that was whole milk. That should probably was chocolate milk at that. D. It was it was almond milk. Uh uh He got them bad guts. So, uh, but cookies like I might as well eat it. Shit, fuck it. So I mean, I just think that I think it's important. Like you know, uh, uh, K. Kieran said, like we need to make sure that we check ourselves and we need to make sure we go to our doctors regularly and go to our, our our yearly visits to make sure that. There is nothing going around. Early signs can be detected. And if you feel like your doctor is not listening to you or putting your concerns first, find another doctor. You know, research your doctors. You know, make sure that that doctor is what a person you want caring for you and your family. You know, make sure you make those decisions. Go to the dentist, people. I I need to tell my people that, too. Make sure y'all go to the dentist because a lot of health issues come from bad bad. not having your dental work complete or your bad teeth or bad gums, you know, all that can lead to, you know, health disease or um, other just serious health factors as well as sleep. You know, sleep deprivation is another big factor in causing other health uh, concerns and issues. So definitely go get a sleep study done. You know, my brother used to do sleep studies, so he could tell you more if he didn't get up and disappear on me. But he was having an old man moment every morning ago, so he needed to get up because he was not no. He had the hair with not. so that's just my thoughts. So uh Smitty, you got any final thoughts on this and, and, and just any of your experiences? Um no, I, I mean, I definitely agree with everything that everybody said. Make sure you research your doctor um, and go with the go with a, a basic premise of what kind of doctor you want. Right. So just being honest, I wanted a black female doctor when I um, when I was Freak. going to look for a doctor. You know, I didn't want to undress in front of a man. So so <laughs> like if I had to do a check, I just wanted to make sure I would undress in front of a, a, a female doctor. So you gonna let her um, check your prostate. Mm. <laughs> I mean, she it's got to be one yet. or the she other. Yet. Somebody got to do it. It's either got to be a male or a female, right? Uh, and since so she hasn't done that yet, but yeah, but if you know, she check your she check she cup your balls, make you cough. You know, that's the you know. Um, do y'all do y'all don't do that? Yeah, I, I get physicals <laughs> annually. Yeah, I mean, you know, we had, need we need to compare stories. My, my doctor may be doing stuff. Your doctor ain't doing. I had the uh, pro- prostate uh, test <laughs> twice too, and it was a woman, so. I, I've My had last, it done. Man. I've had the prostate done. You had the polyps removed too. What? The polyps. Oh yeah, I had polyps removed too. I had a uh, uh, what wow. you call that shit? What you call that that that's, that test they do? Damn, like I'm blanking. Colonoscopy. Yeah, 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 I had a colonoscopy. Yeah. Now I had that shit done, and I was, you know, I was nervous. But really, the bad part of a colonoscopy is is the fucking prep work. Cause they make, you can't eat shit all day and you got to eat, gotta and you got to drink shit. this Gatorade full of shit medicine that makes you shit to the point where you shit. Oh now yellow liquid. Gosh. It's only yellow liquid. At a, it don't even hurt. Right. Cause you okay. just been shitting so much that it just the yellow. <laughs> liquid. That let them niggas be like, all you can eat is like clear liquids uh, and popsicles. It'd be like, fuck. I, I was just so hungry. I just I went to wait. sleep. I just like, fuck it. I couldn't <laughs> sleep. But like you drinking that mess. To this day, I can't drink a Gatorade right now. Like a Frost Gatorade, that shit make me want to throw up every time I look at that uh, shit. But I was out there, boy. I was, well, I lived in that bathroom that day. And then they went in there. The cool part is I went in the hospital. I was nervous because that was my first time ever having a procedure, especially when they was going to put me to sleep. That lady wrapped me in. The, she was like, okay, you're going to go to sleep, Courtney. And then, you know, you're going to wake up. Everything going to be okay. She's like, count backwards. I'm like, 99. I woke up. All I know is I was wrapped in some warm blankets, like my mother's my mother's hug. I'm like, is it over? I was clenching myself. She was like, yeah, you did great. You was out for like 20 minutes. 20 minutes? God damn it. It's 
I just got in here. What do you mean 20 minutes? They was like, yeah, everything looked good. You saw you stuck a whole camera. You stuck a whole VHS up my ass. <laughs> Looked around in 20 minutes. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't feel shit. I ain't no shit. I just felt like, damn, can I get some? To this day, I want some more of that medicine, though. I mean, because that shit was, I, it was called the Twilight. That, that shit was like, that's the Michael Jackson medicine. No, let that's me go for it. Look, nobody, listen, I tell you, before Michael Jackson, nobody knew what Profile was. Nope. <laughs> let me now, tell you, I, I went in for, oh, I'm sorry, Smitty, go ahead, brother. No, you go ahead. Okay, thank you, my man. All right, so I went in for my um, hernia surgery. And, you know, they could tell I was, you know, on tip because I was like, man, it's my first surgery. I was I was terrified. Like I was ready to die. I was like, all right, I'm eating whatever the fuck I want up to a month. I'm just enjoying myself smoking. I'm like, fuck it, man. So she said, I'm going to give you a little something extra. So she put the shit in the IV. Right. She said, this is going to calm your nerves. And then we get you in the back. We're going to give mm-hmm. you, you know, the real yeah, shit. So I guess that was the real shit because they wheeled my ass out into the hallway and they said, okay, we're going to get you back here and get get you put to sleep. I just felt myself going. I was like, I'm not going to be able to stay up. And just, <laughs> I told them I didn't want to know when they did it because I didn't, you know, I was nervous about being put to sleep. Like, she just did it. And I was, that was the best way. I, I didn't even know. Bro, I mean, that's what it was like. She was like, you know, you, and you, you back right nervous. up. And then she gave me, I was still like, yeah, you just, you know. You'll come back. I was like, I'm going to stay awake. I'm going to stay awake. I'm going to look at this whole time with them niggas. Shit, nigga. I woke up. I was like, she came in there. She's like, you want some uh, orange juice and some graham crackers? <laughs> yes, please, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> please. Yeah, I, I'm feeling a little vulnerable right now. <laughs> like You just told me you stuck a whole camera up my ass. So, yeah, no, I I, I feel it. So I, I've question. never been put. I've never had surgery to be put to sleep on. So. That the best sleep you'll ever get. Oh my god, yeah. that was beautiful, bro. Oh my it god, you wake right up. It's like it it's like it's like one second pass for you. Yeah, you bro. go to sleep. And that should instantaneous, bro. Like. You woke up. You, I woke up. I was just like, God damn, I feel so refreshed. Can right. I get some more of that? I almost put myself back in the hospital. Shit. Hey, whatever that shit they get you to put you to sleep, that's a bad. Yeah. I just had surgery Tuesday, and I'm like, damn. I don't even remember what I was thinking about before these niggas put yeah. me. Mm-hmm. That's some bad shit, bro. I woke up. I was like, "Are y'all done?" Like y'all. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You like, wake I wake like, up midway. What's going on? I like you, you niggas even start. No, no, you good. Right. You like shit. How much time did he last? Five hours. Shit. Right. Yeah. That nigga gave me a whole what, discharge kit. What she has like, the dope man given me? Right. She was like, here go the DVD of what we did. Here go the outlet plan. This is the printout of it. And this is what it looked like up there. It's pretty like clean. Had all this time? That's what I'm right. saying. Like, you niggas. And the crazy part, man, they they cold at what they do. Because this nigga, is, like, hooked some shit to my jugular vein. And I only lost 10 millimeters of blood. No, 10 milligrams of blood. I'm like, you bad as shit, nigga. Yeah, that's some bad shit. The surgeons. I'm not going to act like I know what that means. The juggler vein. Man, I lost very little. Oh, I meant, man, and he cut oh, into my main vein. Oh, okay. You supposed to lose, lose, lose a lot of blood. Okay, I got you. Yeah, nigga stuck in his juggler, nigga. It's a rap. Uh, hey, I had a question. Go ahead. Nineteen so, gangster over there. Oh shoot. Um, question for y'all. For those who had surgery, is the fear of having surgery is that the biggest thing, or the fear of What's going to happen when you feel after it's done? My fear was because I had three shoulder surgeries, um, two on the left and one on the right. My fear for my left was that I would have to end my career. because They had to fuse two bones together that didn't fuse as a kid. And they were like, we only got like one or two shots to do this. And if we don't do this, you won't be able to raise your arm past your waist. So when you have it and we tell you to keep this sling on and not to be messing around and bumping it and all of that, we mean that, or you will be working from a desk job. Um, and then me, you know, um, just being active with the kids or whatever, that was my biggest fear. It's like, yo, this could be life changing, but I wasn't really nervous, like going into it. It was more so the after effects. Anybody else? People that had surgeries. Um, oh. um, you sometimes I'd be a little jittery before, but most of the time, I mean, the surgeries I have are so routine that they do this shit like tying their shoes, so it don't even really nothing be nothing to worry about. I'd be more of your mind fucking with you. 
So, but once you get there and they like, once they get to talking to you, you that shit slowly go away. Say a prayer. And by the time they put you on that table to put that sweet juice on you, it's all over by that time anyway. You sound like an addict with that sweet juice. <laughs> and, uh, uh, <laughs> if I could bottle that shit up. <laughs> no, um, I was, uh, you know, I, I I don't like not being in control. So having someone put me to sleep, it was just like really my mind fucking with me. I had a whole lot of questions. I'm like, hey, I'm new to this. My first time, you know, tell me how this is supposed to go. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a, it's kind of scary thinking somebody going to put you to sleep. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? What if they give you too much? Where your ass going to wake up? You right. know, that, that's what's going through my head. So that's why I was like for a month, a month and a half, I was stressed. I was just like, fuck it. See, mine was going to do what it do. Yeah, I, mine was more so of I was more nervous about what they were fine. And, and like, especially having a colonoscopy for like, them niggas were telling me like I had cancer or some shit like that. That just blew my bug, especially, you know, since that's how my mom passed was colon cancer. So that, that would really fuck me up. <laughs> um, so that's what I was more nervous about if anything because what they was going to find. But, you know, they was like, oh, no, we had a couple polyps. They were small. We cut them out. You good. That, see, see, that whole process, I was sleeping the whole time. You had a camera and a GoPro and, a, and some scissors in my ass cutting shit. And I ain't feel nothing. It was like, oh, it's a little bleeding. So you see some spotting. Nigga, what am I, a pregnant dog? Why am I I had spotting? a real inappropriate joke for that, but I'm just going to digress. That's so sad. Adam sticking camera down my pee hole once. That shit was. That shit was. Uh, what kind of STD did you have? Boy. <laughs> <laughs> one of them 1990s one. <laughs> yeah, that shit hurt it, dog. That shit hurt like a motherfucker, man. I ain't. That's dog. That's probably one of the worst pains I've ever felt in my life, man. So let me ask I know, you this: because I didn't have a camera, I had them long Q-tips when they used to. Oh do my STD god! Test. Oh yeah, yeah I, I had that them. boy. I was like, oh, oh you gotta yeah. be kidding me! I'm abstinent forever. I've had that a lot. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> you got to make sure you, you have to make sure that you uh clean, man. I'm telling you. you can't this be, n- hey, this nigga who came back. Oh, you're back again, Keena. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here go these, uh, here go these, uh, uh Katie Deer candies. I said I was going to bring you next time I came. Oh, through. my God. Think of bringing the nurse candy and shit. He said I had it a lot. Uh, Smitty, yeah. I'm sorry. You was going to say something. Well, so I never had surgery where I was put to sleep, but I had LASIK surgery. And um, who? When you... You have who? LASIK. Okay. Guys. Um, and uh, when I... Uh, the I was kind of nervous before. They give you like a Valium before. They give you like a concoction, right? But they don't put you to sleep. And the idea is when you get done with surgery, you can't see... <laughs> Yeah, that's got to be scary. Like, be scary. Like, you, you can't see. You can't see. You like, I can't see afterwards. Like, okay, you go into surgery, you're like, okay, this is the only thing I, I pray for is I can see afterwards. Like, that's what I'm praying for. Doctor's like, yeah, so I'm just going to, he said, this is the scariest moment was on the operating table. She said, they, they don't give you this preview. They don't tell you this. They said, listen, they said, it's going to go black for a minute. Oh, nigga, no. Re- what? Oh, what? Oh, no. No, no I can't Get do it. Off of me. Get this shit off of me now. I'll wear glasses the rest of my life. Fuck you. Go she said, black. it's going to go black for a minute. Did it come right? Because she, she said, keep looking at the laser. Because I kept looking at the laser. So oh, keep looking at the light. No. Keep looking at the light. Keep looking at the light. Oh, man. And I'm on the summer. She says, it's going to go black for a minute. I said, black? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> <fun?" laughs> nigga, what kind, what kind of so, direction I is that? Like, right. like, what right. kind of direction? How do you you couldn't even put that a better way? Hey, like, what if it just, don't come back? What are you gonna do to fix it? Like, well, yeah, like, I, I hope you got another set of eyes, uh, right. preferably an eighty four, uh, a year eighty four in the back. So the worst part, you look, I tell you, I tell you, the worst part about like having LASIK afterwards for me was immediately after you go, you they walk you into a sit like a cheer, and then doctor shine all this fucking light in your eye, like you be like, like, <laughs> did you just operate on these motherfuckers? Like, like you couldn't see that shit then. <laughs> what you bitch back there, motherfucker? motherfucker talk about like this motherfucker talking about he gonna he gonna grab my eye, open it up. I'm like, motherfucker, I just had a circle on this motherfucker. Like, what are you doing? This bitch is tender. <laughs> Why did you grab my eye? They, like, then wait, wait. Then they see you home with these these damn. Did you bring some sunglasses or do you need these plastic blue blocker ones that we got? <laughs> Give me the paper ones on the end. 
Dude, <laughs> you can't motherfuckers don't stick on for nothing. You turn your head, the motherfuckers fall off. The sun like, all in your eyes. You got a whole idea. You got a whole idea. <laughs> you bold, because I couldn't do it. Not my eyes. Fuck no, yeah, that's, that's, too that's much. why I ain't did that shit yet. They'd be like, look shit. at the laser. I'd be like, no. Nah. They'd be like, sir, you have to look at it. I couldn't do it. Although I've known a couple people that do it, but I, I just... I just feel like I had a dumb luck. I come back and I be out this bitch looking like Cyclops and shit. It was a news reporter who uh, had that, and she said it was her worst mistake. Like, they say some people get it, and they get suicidal. I don't know. Yeah, that was the one that committed suicide. She had LASIK surgery, but, like, she ended up having so much pain from it, her recovery process. Nah, that it it was hard. She couldn't really deal with the pain from it. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Scared, that scared me, so I'm, I'm not even getting it. I'm just <laughs> I'm fucked going, up. I'm about to get it. I'm fucked up by the whole, yeah, it's going to go black. What? Right. You couldn't put that a better way? Like, you know, temporary. I guess then temporary. Then God appears is. and you're dead. <laughs> Y'all got me over here scheduling eye exams. <laughs> right. Like, I like, think I need some bifocals. I need to, yeah, you go ahead and dilate. Yep, go ahead and dilate my shit today. Yep, so... All right, anybody else, any any uh, experiences y'all want to tell, the worst experience, good experience y'all had with doctors, anything like that? Well, well I would say a year ago I had open-heart surgery, um, and it was scary as heck because, you know, you're told that you got to have this, otherwise you're not going to be living anymore, you know. It's just you don't got no choice. And you don't want to ask the doctors because they got a team of doctors and all this it was at a university hospital. So they had a team of doctors and then they also had uh, students that were learning at the same time. So then you, so you got like, learning on your heart. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. You a class. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> no, but what they do is all the prep work and all that stuff. They would just have the students there watching, you know, what the doctor. No, I'm fucking with my heart. I don't want nobody fucking with no students on my heart. So, oh, no, nigga, no. You an undergrad. No, watch that shit wrong. You got some dirt falling there or something. Fuck that. Mm-mm. Now, the surgeon that worked on me was really good. He's, he'd been, wait, he'd wait, been doing Wait, wait, how do you know it was him and not the student? You was asleep. That's a good question. Oh, he woke up. <laughs> shit. But he yeah. was but he, <laughs> Hey, you made, you made K think. He was like, hey, that's what good. He's like, I'm here. So, shit, you know, it worked yeah, out. However it worked, it worked out, out, it worked out. But I will say that uh, after, you know, the prep work was kind of scary. And then I was like, all right, well, the recovery, how is it going to be? Because I didn't really want to ask them, you know, how painful is it going to be? Because they don't really know. They just they just do the surgery and often done with. So then after I woke up, because it was an eight-hour surgery. After I woke up, it was the most excruciating pain I've ever felt. I couldn't breathe because they had tubes in me and... All this extra stuff. And then that's all I remember for about five minutes. I couldn't breathe and it was just most painful. And then I was out for maybe a day and a half. And then I woke up and it wasn't as bad, but man, it was it was scary. And then <laughs> and then when I woke up, I was like, Oh yeah, I can see why it was scary because it's painful as heck. But I recovered very quickly and I'm I'm thankful that I'm alive. So Good job. <laughs> And he's throwing some claps at this point. Phil is just looking stoic. Just ain't going to clap. Wake up, Chris. Damn. Mm. He. That nigga went to sleep. He's on that for the sleep. This is the third time. <laughs> hey, man. My mom. Hey, no. Hey, no. Hey, no. Don't get no excuse. It's a bedtime story. It ain't nothing. My pain ain't nothing. It's a bedtime story. I was thinking in my head, but then I'm like, he was like, I heard I heard everything you said, K man. I wasn't I wasn't sleep on you, man. What did he say happened for five minutes? He said it was the worst pain he ever felt because he went to sleep for about a day, day and a half, and then he woke up. And he was like, Oh, it wasn't too bad after that. But it still was the most excruciating pain he ever had. Courtney just text that shit. I don't believe it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Got a transcript on the side telling hey. everything. Hey. hey, you know what? You know what skill that is? That is a man that's been married almost twenty years. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that, exactly what you said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the dog went down the street. Yep. The spaceship picked it up. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't definitely recite some shit and I was like I don't, I don't know what the fuck I didn't listen to that at all. <laughs> <laughs> you care you less. Your wife and she talking to you. You sleep? No. no. What I say then? 
You like, I ride that shit all quick. She's like, oh, okay, moving on. That's the word. My wife would do that too. You ain't hear a word I said, did you? Man, I heard. That. No, no, I didn't. I can't even. I was gonna lie. You got to remember the gist of what they said. Yeah, and if you got the key summary. points, the key points, the key points, you got your high level, high level, and then you just put your own spin on. But, but you know, you know what's funny? Why can you do that? Like, why can you recite that shit? But when you when you in the middle of a song, somebody throw you off. And you come back to like what we was talking about? Right, exactly. You never can figure exactly. that shit out. Like, like when somebody randomly throw in that you sound like Magic Johnson on on a podcast. <laughs> well, when you say shit like "node," because <laughs> I knowed your ass about to get off this podcast, motherfucker. Anyway, let's close this thing up because fellas, it's been it's been a minute, and I appreciate um, all y'all stories and, and expression and, and telling us just. What's going on and what it is like to be? He gave the cookies away. Holy shit! He passed the cookies. Nah, away. he told her to put them in the fridge. I'm about to eat them <laughs> when we get off here. It's almost done, man. I was like, throw these away. They bad. Ooh, they yucky. That nigga, th- that nigga doing like, baseball signs and shit. Fifteen nigga, seconds. Fifteen nigga, seconds. That nigga said, "Still home, still home." That nigga giving baseball signs. But no, on, on a serious note, thank y'all fellas for. I know this was, you know, kind of a deep podcast and we talked about a lot. So thank you for expressing your feelings and just opening it up and talking about just um, the things you experience as black men, especially when from the health and, you know, death and dying. And definitely we learned a lot and good information out there, especially for planning going forward for, you know, in the life, you know, and making sure you have health insurance and estate planning and, and living trust so that, you know, your family can be protected in the end. And so, I want to tell y'all I love y'all and I'm glad that all you black men who are over the age of 35 at this point are taking y'all health seriously, um, going out there and making sure you are healthy because I want to see y'all. I want to keep doing this show with y'all. So please make sure y'all take care of yourselves. Um, continue getting the help you need. If I can be a resource, just please let me know um, and however I can help. So again, thank y'all. Um, Kenny, go ahead and do your spill. Chris just fell asleep again. Uh, well, before I do my spiel, I want everybody out there, all the listeners, we didn't talk about no fuck shit, no dick, pussy talk, nothing freaky. Until now. Right. Until now. Thanks a lot. But, okay, so to everyone, check us out at Sky underscore Edibles on IG and, and Sky Edibles at Facebook. So I'm down for the week. I'm doing some infusing, some baking, about a week and a half of baking. I'm coming out with some good products a lot of different cookies we got a cabin crunch cookie coming out i mean that's gonna be a good one we got some more treats we got the uh real stoner shit coming out where it's uh a higher tac content so check us out if you mention uh fuck your feelings you will get 20 percent off your order where am i checking you out at i said it in my spill earlier but it's uh ig sky underscore edibles facebook Sky Edibles. You got to keep it in their name, in their head, bro. Sky Edibles underscore. Okay. Uh, Chris? Sweet Tease. Uh, well, right now, I'm kind of on high 80s, but uh, Sweet Tease Car Wash, if you listen to the show, we're giving you uh, 15% off your inside detail and outside. Uh, you can reach me at 313-974-5516 an appointment. Once again, that's 313-974-5516 for an appointment. Thank you. I'm about to call you now. Miss <laughs> <laughs> um, for this weekend if you got if you want something done. Um, so thank you all for that to our sponsors for that. Um as always, oh yeah, my bad. So Mr. K, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, shout out my my cousin got a clothing line. It's called Valor uh clothing store. That's the uh www.valorclothingstore.com and also on Instagram, uh, Valor Clothing Store. Um, Check them out. Great merchandise, uh, all different kinds of designs, and he can also do uh, designs that you you would like. Just uh, reach out to him. But uh, check that out on Instagram and then also uh, Valor Clothing Lines, uh, Valor Clothing Store. Hey, check it out. It's nice. I went on the website. It's real nice, yeah. man. I'm, I'm going to cop a few of them shirts. Yeah, they got a custom girl. joint. It's got women on the front and this uh, dope looking V. Yeah. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real nice. Okay, it's real nice website. Yeah, it's really nice. You got two different, uh, two different uh, you got the mod collection 
and then the uh, Valor Collection. So let me tell you what we got on this podcast, man. You can go get your whip detailed. Go and get you a nice little edible package and get you a fit. Look here. This this is for Saturday. That's all you need. Go and get your fit, get your whip clean, and get something to get turned up with. Get get your ass back in the house for COVID. <laughs> I mean, couch. I sure did forget it. We got the COVID going on. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see how you, when, when you get around friends, you just forget about you know your, your sorrows and shit. Yeah, yeah well, that's, come back home and turn up with your uh, family. Yeah, listen to the podcast. So, yeah. uh, or check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's fuck underscore yo uh, underscore feelings. You can hit us up on uh, email at the pot the podcast fyf at gmail dot com. Uh, we would love to hear from all our listeners. Um, any fan mail you want us to read on the show? If you want to have any topics, if you want to be a guest on the show. Um, I.e., we're looking for white people, too, because, I mean, we're going to have some white people on some of our conversations. Um, want to get them in. We're looking for all races, actually. We want to be fucking League of Nations in this bitch. So, um, anyway, shout-out to Diddy. Shout-out to Revolt. Shout-out to Title. Shout-out to Barstool. I think everybody out here want their student loans paid. I mean, we're looking just to work with these wonderful companies and uh, experience what it is to host a podcast on a I'm not going to Nick national- Cannon you for my student loans to be paid, though. Let me just throw that out there. I'm not going <laughs> to Nick Cannon my way to getting my debt paid. The views and opinions expressed by one Maverick does uh, <laughs> not represent <laughs> that of the Fuck Your Feelings podcast because I got a lot of student loan debt and I don't know when I'm going to pay that shit. So, yeah. So, okay. But, yeah, you know, Maverick is right. We're not going to Nick Cannon you on that shit. You're all right. All right. Wink, wink. So, uh, anyway. Thank y'all fellas again for, you know, y'all experiences. Um, please continue to listen to people out there. And as always, fuck your feelings. One. <laughs> <laughs>